0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, May 10th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill. Flat out the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. Make him your dentist today. Make the call. Take control of your dental health. 317-849-2933 is the number. Hit subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. Let's go, let's talk about sports. Eric Fisher visited the Indianapolis Colts on Thursday. No signing yet. Tore his Achilles tendon in the AFC Championship game playing for the Chiefs, who drafted him number one overall in the 2013 draft. Tore that Achilles. It's got to continue to heal, strengthen the leg, all of that stuff in order to get back out on the field. He would be healthy one of the best left tackles in football. That, the, the Chiefs didn't let him go because they foresaw him continuing to be the best left tackle in football. We don't want to get cynical about the future of Eric Fisher as a member of the Indianapolis Colts or as a member of any team. However, the, Col- or the Chiefs didn't say bye-bye to Eric Fisher because they thought he was going to be great again. The Colts, they examined him on Thursday. There's no deal yet. Charles Leno is kind of the backup plan. He's going to visit with the Washington football team a little bit later this week. Left tackles, good left tackles, very, very difficult to come by. That's that's why they are so coveted. That's why occasionally they are taken number one overall, because you need to protect the backside of your quarterback, the blind side of your quarterback, and that is the hole. For the Indianapolis Colts roster right now, they got to find a way to protect Carson Wentz's backside, and I don't think Julian Davenport or Sam Tevy are the guy to do it. And they didn't get it done in the draft. The draft didn't fall that way for the Colts. They felt like they could get more bang for their buck by drafting at the left uh, or the uh, defensive end position, the edge rush position. So they went out and they got Quitty Pay with the 21st overall pick rather than trading back so they could trade up later and get a left tackle in the 40s or in the 30s. That's the way it goes. Those are the decisions you make. Do we want a dynamic guy at 21 or do we want to trade back for a less dynamic guy so we can plug a hole a little bit later in the middle of the second round? Chris Ballard, he made his decision and now the Colts have got to figure out what they're going to do there. Maybe it's Eric Fisher. Maybe it's Charles Leno. Bears fans continue to leave comments on this YouTube channel and and decry uh, Charles Leno as speed bump Charlie, a guy who falls down a lot and let a lot of pressure get to Mitch Trubisky over the last several years. He didn't miss a start, though. I think last four years didn't miss a start. That's significant. You want a guy who's durable, even if... He's a uh, an occasional turnstile, which really Charles Leno wasn't. If you look at the stats, his sacks allowed, his penalties, not a whole bunch. He, he was okay. He wasn't the starting left tackle for the Bears because he sucked, right? We'll see what happens with Eric Fisher. We'll see what happens with Charles Leno. But the Colts, they need to do something at left tackle if they're going to get quality play out of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, we saw last year what happens when he's got tackles who are not protecting him sufficiently, flushed from the pocket, tries to extend plays, gets injured, throws interceptions. A lot of bad things happen for Carson Wentz over his time with Philadelphia after a really, really good uh, first 13 games of the 2017 season where he led the Eagles to an 11-2 record. Then Nick Foles took over, won a Super Bowl, right? Wentz is really that linchpin for the Colts, as so many starting quarterbacks are. That's just the way it is. Rookie camp ended without incident. We got to know some of the rookies a little bit uh, through uh, their Zoom calls with the media. Really like Quiddy Pay. The thing that you get year after year after year of Chris Ballard drafts, he drafts adults, right? Hurricane Dio is a terrific dude. Everybody that we had a chance to talk to Terrific. Really, really good guys. Everybody in that locker room, really good guys. Adults in that room. We like that in Indianapolis. Speaking of uh, events for the Colts, here's their off-season schedule. Right, They've got OTAs May 25th through the 27th, June 2nd through the 4th, and June 7th through the 10th. And then you've got mini camp from June 15th through the 17th. Training camp's going to commence at the end of July and hopefully... It's open to the public, open to the media, and we get to go out to Grand Park and watch these guys work a little bit. That's that's when things really start to get fun and you start to get a sense of who these guys are and how they're going to fit together uh, through a full preseason, including a public minicamp. Uh, Pacers tonight at Cleveland. Cleveland is terrible. Cleveland is 21 and 47. This game at 7.30. The Pacers ought to be able to walk over the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs have lost their last 10, their last six, by a minimum of 16 points. They are not playing good basketball right now, and that is good news for the Pacers. Because the Pacers are getting pressured by the Bulls for that 10th playoff position. And really, do we really want to call that the playoffs? If you finish 10th, are you in the playoffs? What you really get to do is you get to compete for a spot in the playoffs, right? It's kind of like the playing games in the NCAA tournament in Dayton. I don't consider that the first round of the NCAA tournament. It's not. The field of 68 is not the NCAA tournament. The field of 64 is the NCAA tournament. I think the field of 16 is the NBA playoffs, not the field of 20. So the Pacers hanging on by the skin of their teeth. They've got a two-and-a-half game lead over the Bulls after the Bulls. One last night, but this game against Cleveland, they should be able to get that done, right? I mean, for goodness sake, uh, no team playing worse basketball in the NBA right now than the Cavaliers. Uh, Pacers lost in overtime on Saturday night to the Washington Wizards, so the Wizards, they've got a half-game advantage in the, uh, in the race for that ninth spot, which really is, there's no difference between ninth and tenth other than the ability to host that first play in game between the nine and 10 seed and the way the Colts or the way the Pacers play at home, who gives a damn? Like You'd almost rather play on the road against the Washington Wizards. Um, you got to think that fra- uh, changes are coming for the franchise. The Pacers, they don't replate. They are a really stable organization. You go back to when the Simons hired Donnie Walsh to be general manager. You had Donnie Walsh and then Larry Bird took over and then, Uh, you, you had Donnie come back to the franchise, Kevin Pritchard stepped up into that president of basketball operations role as, as, uh, as Larry receded, right? Didn't leave entirely, stayed on as a consultant. Donnie still there. We haven't had a change at the top, kind of a replay to the culture in a very, very long time since the late eighties. I don't know if that's coming. I like Kevin Pritchard. I think he's a good general manager. I hope he sticks around, and not general manager, but president. We know that Chad Buchanan is the GM, while Kevin is the president, el presidente. Uh, but this has not been a good year for the Pacers, and we'll, we'll see what happens at the end of this season. I got a feeling that that Herb Simon, not, the, uh, not a picture of patience where it comes to the Pacers, um uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Big game for the, uh, for the Pacers. Indiana, they got a chance to qualify for the Final Four again uh, today. Five o'clock, they play against Seton Hall. Hoosiers, uh, one of the best three, four. The Hoosiers in soccer are exactly what the Hoosiers in basketball want to become. And that's perennial threats to win the national championship, perennial threats to win the Big Ten, and perennial favorites to win the Big Ten. Uh, Indiana soccer rolling. We'll see what happens this afternoon. Should be a terrific game. Um, Love watching Indiana play soccer. Bill Army Armstrong Stadium, right? Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Bob Baffert. What the hell's the matter with Bob Baffert? Did he cheat? Did he not cheat? I don't know. I, I don't know whether you can believe Bob Baffert. When he says he didn't cheat. We know what he's done in the past. We know what his track record is. So if the second sample of the Derby champion comes back dirty, that horse is going to be taken down. And the Kentucky Derby is going to be awarded to the horse that ran second. So a lot of people who bet a lot of money cashed a lot of tickets betting on Bob Baffert's horse, the eight horse. If that horse gets taken down, there's there's no make good. For the gamblers who uh, who would have gotten 25 to 1 on on, uh, on their investment in in the horse that ran second. I apologize. I don't know the horse's name. I know horse's names one day a year. That's the day the Kentucky Derby's won or run. That's the day I know their names. After that, I don't know. I can tell you about Seattle Slew and Affirmed and Secretariat and Mind That Bird and all of that. Uh, who won the derby a week ago? I Gone. Deleted the file. Sue me. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Michael Moody, happy birthday. The great Andy Mazer, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Andy. I got to know Andy a little bit, listening to him on Cubs broadcasts on uh, WGN Radio. David McKenzie, happy birthday. Jake Knoblet, happy birthday. The great David Edgar, celebrating a, a birthday. We used to... Uh, and have offices next door to one another at the EmS Building in downtown Indianapolis. Uh, Brian Tompkins, happy birthday. Charles Osborne, happy birthday. Uh, Tracy Gottlieb Bassett celebrating a birthday. Julie out there cooking breakfast, thrilled celebrating Tracy Gottlieb uh, Bassett's birthday. And John Duong celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest, And specific compliment, go Pacers, go Hoosiers, Colts, get the deal done with Eric Fisher, and then start praying and laying crystals on that calf of Eric Fisher as he tries to heal, because they're going to need him come the regular season. And that is a short window, right, to get all better from a torn Achilles. That Achilles was torn in the AFC Championship game mid to late January. Need to have him back by September. So let's go. Say a prayer for the calf of Eric Fisher, assuming that the Colts sign him. We'll talk to you this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. Subscribe. Hit the little bell if you want to uh, be reminded. If you want a notification that uh, sports news and insight is imminent, let's go. Let's Let's have a great day. Come on. Lift each other a little bit. Do that today. Don't do this. Don't hold each other down. Have a good day